And now part two of the Clockwork Tower. Do you guys want a short rest? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, short rest would be fantastic. I don't really need to rest. Yeah, I'm only down about I'm only down about five hit points, but I may as well heal them up. Our beloved and benevolent, I might add, DM, Emily. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When I'm short resting, can I that takes an hour, right? Yep. I'm doing my song of rest. Okay. And I can do light activity during that hour. Meaning what? What kind of activity are you wanting to lightly do? Killing bad guys. No. You done did that on this floor. Yeah. Can I, would I be able to spend a bit of time investigating this um, sphere that has some electricity going on with it during that hour? Just in case there's anything that might stand out during the hour, I think I'd like to be over by it, and I'm a little bit suspicious of what its deal is. It's a sphere. Uh, yeah, give me a... Um, let me find it. Hold on. I also have a question about my song of rest. Give me an arcana check. That's charisma, right? Intelligence. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, I you should it, know that. I want it to be charisma. I know it's not. And uh, Raj, do you think you can handle that? Yes. You s- certainly can help if you want to. Ah, did you not just want to enjoy Pamela's wondrous melodies? Well. Ah, oh, it sounds so beautiful. Pamela, you're so talented. Does Pamela have to play for the whole hour? It doesn't really say in the Song of Rest. Elena does not have to play for a whole hour. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> or at all, really. So my Arcana check, um, was it two? Um, what languages do you speak? A two is lower than what you rolled. This is awkward. Uh... <laughs> you didn't pick languages out? I think I may have forgot to do that. I speak Goblin. Do I say anything to you, Jacques? <laughs> I mean, I know we're bouncing. So this is all happening during the short rest? Falzern's like yeah. looking at this thing during yes. the short rest? Falzern is not here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. That, <laughs> that was, was so good. natural. Okay, so Drudge is looking at this in a short rest. Well, okay, I'll, I'll kind of be up with him too and see what he finds then, if, if we can do that during a short rest. But, um, so what does your song of rest do, Pam? Uh, my song of rest is soothing music to help revitalize wounded allies during a short rest. If you or any friendly creatures who can hear your performance, um, they regain... Oh, hold on. So you have to be using hit dice to regain health in order for my song of rest to give you an extra d6. Oh, nice. That's oh, okay. what I did. That's important. So um, I was choosing not to short rest because I only have two hit points down but I'd have to spend a hit dice in order to even get the extra d6. So it's just kind of silly. Yeah, but they could still do it. Yeah, they can. Yeah. Uh, well, do we want to... Are we going to resolve the, the sphere stuff before we actually roll our hit points? Like, what if something weird happens? <laughs> it's fine. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Go, go ahead. Okay, I'll spend some then for sure. He rolled a two. Ta- You're yeah. fine. To answer your question about my languages... <laughs> I get those, this is a dumb question, but my languages primarily come from my race, not my class, right? And your background. Okay. I think. It's from the background, right? Uh, sometimes. 
What's but do, usually do any of you guys know what page backgrounds are on? Well, I can cut you short because I'm. If it actually, if it sounds, if it sounds like, uh, if it, if it's not like inaudible because of its volume, but it more, it sounds like it's something. It's just a language that I do not understand. Then I'm just gonna cast com- comprehend languages. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you hear Are you sure whispering, you wanna... but you don't understand the language. Oh, okay. Then I'm just gonna cast comprehend languages. I speak actually... common, common and celestial, um, from being an Asimar. So I would say you probably, it's it's like someone that speaks Portuguese trying to listen to Italian. It has the same kind of sounds, but you still don't understand it. Or Portuguese and Spanish. I think Spanish is too close. Okay. Okay. Well, then for for one hour. Uh, for the duration, I understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that I hear. I also understand any written language that I see, but I must be touching the surface on which the words are written. Takes about one minute to read one page of text, blah, blah, blah. Does, the spell does not decode secret mex- messages in a text or a glyph, such as an arcane sigil, that isn't part of a written language. So I, def- I can't speak whatever this language is, but I can understand the meaning of what I'm hearing, at least. So what you hear is, help me, I am trapped in here. If you help me escape, I will reward you. Sacre bleu, there is someone trapped in here. What? We must free them. That's what we heard? I I can understand, she says she is trapped. And she will give us things if we let her out. Are you guys done resting yet? I'm still resting. Trapped in the ball. That is what she says. It sorry, it sounded it was it did it sound like a female voice? So I just you, you can't of, tell. It, just, okay, it sounds okay. like air. Actually, it just sounds like wind blowing. That is what the voice said. So Pam starts playing songs and singing in Goblin. She's like playing Say My Name by Destiny's Child. <laughs> McRibbon is up against the wall, leaning against the wall with his eyes closed. And every once in a while he sort of peeks out of one eye just to see if everybody's still around and, and see what they're doing. Well, I'm just jamming. Okay. Jacques, give me a give me an arcana check. Huh, that is a four. <laughs> You have no idea how to get this thing out of the sphere. Ah, see, Drudge, I told you I am twice as good, no? <laughs> Do you want me to try to figure it out, guys? Arcana is, like, easy peasy. You don't know that it's an Arcana check. <laughs> <laughs> I know things, okay? I know things. You poor boys. Here, let me help you. <laughs> <laughs> It's a seven. It's better than you guys. <laughs> nope. You still have no clue what's in the sphere or how to get it out. Okay. So during the short rest I'm rolling, uh, I get D10 hit dice, one per level. So th- three, right? Do you want to use all of them? Plus your con. You can roll them one at a time to see if when you want to stop. You can okay. also roll my D6 right away too. Yeah. Oh, you did You did the, the I did the okay. Song of Rest. Yeah, I was singing, you know, James Blunt and Goblin. You guys don't know what I'm singing, but Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, you know, 
what all the cool kids listen to. Pretty sure you only need to do one song. <laughs> no, it's, like it's an hour of mix. songs. It's a, whole it's a mix of list, the different yeah. ones. It's a, it's a mashup. <laughs> Pam's got the mashups for days. I don't suppose I could have comprehended languages before I started short resting. Which is like, I mean, I, I would have done it, but just because yeah, I, I can I'll, arcane I'll recovery you. that slot back during a short rest, that's all. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Okay, thank you. I'll remember that for next for 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 Gosa. <laughs> when we're back in Aspara. <laughs> yeah, we're back in Aspara. Okay, so I've rolled two of my hit dice plus the one that Pam gave me. Excuse um, me, who gave it to you? Pam! Plus your constitution modifier. Yeah. Plus your, you should get your con per die, I do believe. Yeah, yes. you do. Yeah, that's what I did. So I've recovered a total of 12. I think I'm going to stop there and, and save one. I so what know. are you at now? 20. I rolled one with the plus six. I'm back to 28. Jacques, what do you get? Oh, I'm at, I'm at 33. I'm full. And Pam? 25 out of 27. Just so I can be aware if I'm about to kill you guys or something. Do you think... It probably... This is a one-shot. I should probably use all my hit dice during this long rest. Shouldn't I? Up to you. Yeah. I'm choosing not to use any, bro. I feel like M's... <laughs> M's monsters aren't... Aren't fluffy. So I want to be prepared. No, there's no fur on any of them. Nope. They're not furries either? Nope. So are you guys just going to give up on the sphere then? Well, I think we should probably no. just wait out this hour and then just, you know, wait until we're all actually just up and then deal with it. So is the is the short rest over? I don't know. Is it over? I mean, okay. So I think after I feel that a time has passed, I stand up. And where's everybody standing on at, out here? Uh, I think we're all over by the orb. Yeah, probably, yeah. Well, if you were interacting with it, then yes, you're over by the orb. Yeah, yes. we're failing at figuring. Sure, but it I'm out. not sitting there for an hour interacting with this orb. I've heard the heard the voice, couldn't figure out what the hell it is, and then I'm gonna sit and rest probably with McRibbon. Yeah, and you you told us that it it's asking for our help and that it's trapped. Yeah, and there there's a handsome reward. I said stuff. Yes, but emphasis my own. Uh, my my new total. Uh, <laughs> My new total hit points are 28, in case you want to keep track of it, Em. That's what I got. So I guess I would I would stand up when I and when I feel better, and I will walk over by the orb, and I'm going to just look at it, sort of walk around it a little bit, and I'll say, uh, where's this captured individual? The sphere sparkles a little bit. It's staticky. Ooh, it understands common. That's all you get, a little bit of sparkliness. Are you touching it? No, nope, I'm just looking. I'm, I'm investigating to see if I see anything that looks like something that's trapped inside of it, as I was told. How close are you? Five feet. Oh, let me move my guy. I'm, I'm basically walking over to it and walking around it. So you can hear a little bit of whispering. It sounds just like wind blowing. You can tell it's language, but you can't understand it. McRibby, do you have any dynamite? Who has dynamite? Let's blow it up. Thrudge has dynamite. Wanna light your dynamite? We're not here to destroy the clock. But if someone is captured, they should be released. Yeah, but how are you gonna do it without blowing it up? I agree. 
Pee-wee, use the second boom stick, no? We need to help this captured thing. Can I just point out that if you have an enclosed container and you throw dynamite at it to blow it up, the container's not the only thing that's going to blow up. No, no, the creature has total cover inside of it, obviously. Come on. (laughs) Well, how do you guys think we get into this thing? I don't know how to get into it. I don't want to hurt anybody. Can, can Can we kind of tell, like, the material that it's made from, kind of just looking at it, like... Brass, just metal, sphere. Oh, metal. oh, okay. Is there a lock? Oh, shit. <laughs> Crap. No, it's just a solid sphere. There's no lock. Nope. There is a crank coming, crankshaft coming out of it. It's all start, sparkly, staticky, brass sphere. Uh, I must say, I am quite curious what this is powering as the clock hands, they are not moving. Perhaps we... Go upstairs before we deal with this, no? Let's see what contraption is being powered. Maybe going upstairs will fix it. I don't know. I turn around, walk to the stairs. And just to remind you, these stairs are covered in rubble. Oh, golly gee, how are we going to get up these stairs, you guys? They're not impassable, but you definitely will make noise. Right. I kind of point to the to the shaft going up to the... The level is like, uh, am I the only one that can fit up this thing? Yes. <laughs> can I? <laughs> could we? Clear can it? I pick him up and from where I am with with the, where the rubble is stand and push him up into an area he could grab onto and move past the rubble? Uh, Jacques, would you allow that? Wee uh, wee, oui, oui, I am curious to see what is uh, on the second level. Jacques, be careful. I'm just curious if. Yeah, the rubble's just on the bottom. So, yeah. Jock! Come here, Jock. I will place you... On the bottom is a spiral staircase that's enclosed. So, once you get past the first, I don't know, five, six feet, then it kind of, there's not as much rubble and you can climb, scamper up. I can lift you up to go to the second floor. Wee wee. Jock! Throw away! I pick him up, sort of by the back of the belt. Lift him up and see if he can grab on. Uh, give me a strength check. Like, I'm, I'm trying to pull myself up. Yeah. That is a nine. <laughs> well, your hands are a little slippery because you're a little nervous about this, but you just managed to pull yourself up. Ooh. Uh, Jacques, uh, <laughs> pay no attention to the fumble. Jacques Mathieu <laughs> does not get nervous. No. Well, what are we supposed to do down here, Jacques? Find out what's upstairs. Uh, okay. Babala, do not make any more noise, huh? I must be quiet. I must be a sneaky. Okay. just want to point out it's a little late for that. <laughs> Is it going to make a lot of noise if, if we try to clear any of this rubble, or can we try to do it quietly? You can try. So that we could go up the stairs? Yeah, try and clear out some of that rubble and make it past there. We give were doing a, it before. Give me a Stealth check. Give me a sneaky, sneaky check. All of us? Yeah. Okay. 16. For Pam! Uh, 15. 14. For Thrudge. So, Pam and uh, McRibbon both make it up the stairs after Jacques, and then Drudge comes blundering after them and makes lots of noise. Oh, no. (laughs) All right. Drudge! 
Well, uh, I'm sorry. I I try to be very quiet. It does not work. The cat is out of the bag now. Oh, you may as well play us another song. <laughs> if you want, I can. Got a big set list. So what what do we see? We up on the second floor? If you all stop talking, I'll tell you. You walk up this spiral staircase, and you see a long, skinny room is about 25 feet deep and runs the entire length of the tower. It's cleaner up here. It's not as dusty. Uh, but you still, there's a strong, oily, mechanical smell. There are two workbenches that have various tools strewn about, and on the walls are four gears. Three of them are pristine, and one looks somewhat damaged. Like someone had replaced one of the working gears and hung the damaged one back up on the wall. Uh, there's the two benches. One, The one bench on the far wall has some papers laid out on top of it. The corners of them are weighted down with tools. The other bench just has some uh, work, workman tools on it. There's a doorway in the middle of the wall, and you can hear whirring and grinding of more gears through there. So how, how large are these gears up here that are leaning? Are they smaller than the ones that were down below? They are about the same size. Oh, okay, so they're big. Big boys. Now, uh, per- perhaps none of you will uh, in- entice one of these clockwork monstrosities to attack you in this time, no? Maybe then we will be fine. Yes, I, I will try my best. We need to be sneaky. Oh. So Pam's leading the way here? Oh, gee, I guess, yeah. Uh, what are you guys going to do? Well, there's nothing on these desks. Yeah, I'd like to take a look say, at the papers. Dang it, guys, okay. that's what I was going to do. I go over to the closest one. Uh, the closest desk just has some tools on it. They they are neatly arranged and laid out. There's no dust on top of this workbench. <gasps> Jacques, there's no dust. Someone might be up here. Uh, perhaps the, the, the maid just has not gotten down to the first floor. So I'm going to stand in the door looking out. What do I... You said we heard the sounds of uh, machinery. Is, yes. Do I see things... So, standing in the doorway, looking into the other room, you see a gigantic room that takes up the rest of the tower. The ceiling is 30 feet high. You see five big gears, like downstairs, uh, but they're all turning at different speeds. Well, those, gear, the, those gears are turning about the same speed. There's a bigger gear in the middle turning at a different speed, and three smaller gears that are turning faster. There's a shaft going from the biggest gear to the actual clock face that's obviously turning, would be turning the hands of the clock which makes you wonder what the gears downstairs are for. Really? The gears take up the entire width of the tower. There's no way to get easily from this side to the other side. Without, like, climbing over top of them? Right. Going over top or trying to dash through somehow. There's down in the lower left, so that would be I don't remember which direction that would be. Lower left of the map, there is a table that is covered, and on top of this table is a metal cylindrical device that sparks occasionally. Uh, On the eastern wall, so this is east, that would be the southwest corner that the table's in. On the eastern wall is that window that you can see from outside. It's very grimy and very little light coming through. 
So that that window is the one that everybody has been seeing the blue lights through. Uh, I think mainly is it. It doesn't say specifically in the book, but I think mainly is becoming through the actual face of the clock because that window says it's grimy and you can barely any light coming through. So I don't know where the blue light's being seen. And remind me, the clock face is on the south wall. It's the gear that you see in the very bottom. Yeah, the bottom of the map. Yeah, that the... is actually north if the window's on the east. What? Hmm? Right? South, north. Oh, for south. Yeah, the, the one big main gear has a, a, a shaft that's going straight south. Yes, to, to the, the clock wall, to the, where the clock hand should be. Yeah, okay. So, uh, can we, are we able to see, like, where the, 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 basically the hole around the shaft from the lower level, like, is it kind of right in the, is that what would be connected to this very middle one, the big one? Eh? Yeah, right in the middle of the big one. Okay. It's right in the middle of the floor. And, um, is there, there's not, I assume not much clearance between the floor and, like, the bottom of these gears? About five foot. Oh, okay. Oh, as tall as me. They're about five foot up, and they're about five foot thick. So, Uh, actually, you should have given me a athletics or acrobatics check to climb up on the one downstairs from before, which I didn't make you do. I, Jackie's very acrobatic. No, he does not need to make a jack. (laughs) (laughs) So, what you're saying is you can't go under them. You'd have to go over them. Most of yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could go I under. I mean, I could fit under. Them. But there's five foot gap. We could, we could crouch. There's five foot under. gap? I thought you meant they're five foot up and they're five foot thick, like down to the ground. You're saying they start five foot up and they're five foot thick going up from there. So the top yeah. of them okay. would be ten feet. Ten foot up. Yeah. Pam's going to go look at the other workbench. These are huge gears. Yeah, they're monsters. They are huge gears. Um, so did, did, is this like the top floor? Did that spiral staircase continue or? Nope, this is it. This is it. This is the top okay. floor. Okay. The tower is only 60 foot high total. Ah, okay. So yeah, I think I said I, I was interested in checking out the papers as well. Um, do we see writing on them that we can decipher or? You see blueprints. Okay. And it looks like blueprints for the tower. Okay. So if you want to give me, um, an intelligence check. I will let you decide what kind of intelligence. What table are you at, Drudge? Because I moved over to the other one. I would, I would probably go to the closest one. Uh, the, there were there the papers on where, both tables. No, uh, only the one where Pam is. Okay, so then that's the one I would head to. I kind of already left it before trying to in- intelligence that. Uh, Fifteen. Oh, good. You can tell from these blueprints that the clock has some other function, that the tower has some other function than just telling time. But you're not exactly sure what. Drudge, what did you find, huh? Yes. It's hard to say. These are blueprints for the tower. <laughs> Shock's accent is rubbing off on Drudge. <laughs> um, you're supposed to go down at the end of your sentence, not up. Yes, I know. My voice coach just didn't spend enough time with me. (laughs) You're doing great, Bill. Yes, these are for this tower. They seem to show that there's a different purpose other than just the clock hands. Magical? I... Seems to be. I think so. What? You got all that from looking at those pieces of paper? Ah, he is very smart, huh? 
Very smart. I yes. didn't think uh, that. Yeah. Perhaps we can find out what the what the purpose is for. Do I see any on my table? That's what's on your table is the blueprints. I moved over to the other table. That's why I've been tape. Which table are both table. of you at? We both he initially said that went. I, okay, initially I went to the closest one, and you described that there's papers on there. No. No. The the papers the table where Jacques is currently standing the first ta- first workbench that you come to has tools on it and that's it. Oh well, the workbench is at the end of the room where Pam is currently standing. So it's standing. at the table where I was. I yes. totally did. You understand that? Yep. Why did you not correct me when I kept saying, "What's on my table?" Because you said, "I said that I went to the when I realized that there was only blueprints on the one table and it was the one that Pam was at." I said, "Well, I would have went to that table." That's what I meant. It's okay. If it was at the table I was at, I would have done a check too. It's fun. okay. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. Get, go ahead and give me a check. I didn't freaking know it was at the table I was at. You can look at him too. Go ahead. Forget it. Pamela, <laughs> 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 oh, uh, it's okay if you did not know. I mean, huh? You are good at many things. I'll find my best intelligence skill, but it ain't gonna be pretty. That makes it a four. A four. Yeah. You think these are blueprints for this tower? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so you say occasionally I see that, that thing at the other end of the room spark blue? It's sparkling, yeah. In a blue color. She didn't say just sparking. Color. Did I say blue? No, it's just sparking. What do you see in, uh, in the next room? Gears and another power supply of some kind. Are there any doggies? Any more doggies? People? I do not see any doggies. Oh, no clockworkies? Hmm. Okay. Let's investigate the clock face. And I walk over and see if I can grab onto the gear and somehow climb up to the top of it. Oh, you're gonna have to give me an athletics check on that one. 20. Natural? No, 15 plus 5. You make it on top. Remember, this gear is spinning. Yep. So every turn, you're going to move a square. So these, uh, they're all the same height? Yes. Okay, so I could ride this around and then get on another one and ride it around and and just walk across this. Every time you switch once, you're going to have to give me a roll. But yes. Okay. Make ribs! That's so dangerous! A perception check. Uh, ten. As you were climbing on this gear, you happened to catch out of the corner of the eye on the east side near the window is a what looks like a suit of armor. It's very crudely made, using obviously spare parts from around the tower. Kind of rubbish has been put together into an armor-ish form. Does it look like a crappy version of what we fought downstairs. Very, very crappy version of what you fought downstairs. Oh no. And does it move or do anything when I get up on top of the gear? Nope. Okay, then I don't care about it. Whenever it's my turn, the next action I would like to do is to move over to where McRibbon was and and also kind of take a look at what he surveyed. Just see if I see the same thing. And We're not in initiative. Okay. Yeah, so you want to, where, where are you going over next to the gear? Yeah, I'm basically just going to go stand in the doorway and also kind of like peer out. I'm trying to be a bit cautious based on what we encountered in the last room. I don't want to... You see the armor-like rubbish pile. Okay, I see these big gears. Do I also see the table in the bottom uh, 
southwest corner with this thing Yeah, on with top the of it. East parking cylindrical device. Metallic cylindrical device. Guys! So dangerous! McRibbon! I will be fine. Uh, you're moving. Jacques, look at them! This is so dangerous! Ah, I see them! Ah, perhaps uh, I shall just move underneath! Yeah, I mean, crawling makes the most sense. I think I'm gonna do that as well. Yeah, I crawl. would like to try to Staying kind of close to where McRibbon is riding. <laughs> but just kind of make my way into this room along with him as he's riding these gears. Okay. You two see the uh, armor over on the corner. Ah! Did you see this? Drudge! Yes. This one does uh, does not react to you fucking around, <laughs> to you screwing around <laughs> with the gears! <laughs> McRibbon, move yourself. Jack, should we go look at this armor? Ah, Pamela, I'm already underneath the gears. Why don't you go? You're already you always tell me, the... go here, go there. Okay. Ah, Jacques, Gosh, cannot I just to want what's you best for you, Jack. I just want what's best for you. Pam walks over to inspect this armor. Roll initiative. Oh. Pam. <laughs> Pam! Oh, no. It's not a critical fail if you can add stuff to your initiative, right? It's not a crit. No. You can still add to your. Yeah. Okay. That's a four for Pam. <laughs> Eight for Drudge. Jacques. Eleven. And McRibbon? I have a 14, but. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good it does up on those gears. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay, McRibbon, what you gonna do? I'm going to assume at this point, since I'm 10 feet up on top of a gear and about 60 feet away, that I'm unaware of anything that's happening. Probably. So I'm just going to ride the gear again. Why don't you give me a perception check? Oh, that's a 18. You notice the armor move, but that's all you know. It just, it moved a little bit. Okay, I'll just sort of turn and look at the armor and I'll pull out my great axe and hold it but still ride the gear to the next ride the gear yep Jacques well I mean I guess I see McRibbon pull his weapon and well, kind of look give at me this. a perception check cause you are underneath I'll do it with a disadvantage cause you're underneath the gears okay well you suck uh <laughs> 13 <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you 13's enough to see him pull his weapon, but you didn't see the animated armor move. Oh, okay. Oh, McRibbon, what, what do you see, huh? And I'm going to pull out both my whips, and uh, I'll sit close to McRibbon, because, I mean, I kind of assume that the threat is, you know, near him, I, I guess. And um, that's that's kind of it. I'll just move forward another five feet to stick with, with the ribs. Okay. <laughs> it is the armor's turn, and it is going to raise both fists and pound pound on Pam. <laughs> Every time someone says Pam, I just picture like the <laughs> 60s Batman. Pam! The explosion. Uh, yeah. the Pow. Biff. So it rolled a 12, which misses, right? Uh, yeah. And then it rolled na 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 boo boo. A 13. Miss. 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 Suck it. Armor. It brings one hand down to hit you, and you just duck out of the way, and it brings its other hand down, and you duck out of the other way. 
Yeah, Pam. She does now. Pilates, you guys. She does Pilates. <laughs> Dredge. Uh, can I make a perception check to see if I notice any of this going on? I mean, I guess I'd probably hear Jacques have have yelled and pulled out his whips because I'm pretty close to him, right? But I can make a check if you want. You're in line of sight, too. I'm going to say, yeah, since you're still in the doorway-ish and you haven't climbed on the gears or under the gears or no, anything I, yet. I had intended to go kind of the same path as Jacques and go underneath the gears. I don't know if maybe I, I thought I said it, but maybe I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I'm going I'm going to say you heard this, the creaks of this thing moving. Okay. Because it is a pile of rubble, essentially. Um, so you heard the creaking and groaning of all the different pieces grinding together as it tried to hit Pam. And that's going to catch your attention. So I look to my left and see this happening about how far am I from Pam and this um, armor? 40 to the armor. We have a map. You could count the squares yourself. uh... (laughs) (laughs) One. I'm getting older and the squares are hard to count from the distance that I am from the screen. Three squares. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) One. Two. And a three squares. Okay. Well, I can't make it there without dashing. And I don't have anything I can do from range. Yeah, so you may as well not do anything at all then, right? You don't have anything like a dagger you can throw or a hammer or a javelin or... Can you reach me by walking? Well, I hadn't taken any of those. What's your speed? What weapons do you have? I have a longsword. And that's it? Yeah. You would have had a dagger also. Okay, I'll huck it. Okay. I believe that's a D6 if you hit a dagger. D4. D4. I have a dagger. I mean, that's what it does in melee anyways. It needs to be between the range of 20 and 60, which... Well, yeah, you'll you'll have to move up. You'll have to move to be greater than 20. So I'm going to move my max, which is 30, directly towards uh, you two. And then I'm going to throw my dagger. I rolled a 19 to hit. Uh, Actually, you hit it. Well, yeah, it would have been higher than that. Anyway, uh, fair enough. And then a D4, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Plus your strength. Nice. Nice, nice. That is a 7. Would it be plus strength or plus dex? Because it's, it's strength. It's, it's strength. It's still strength? Yeah. It beca- Because it is, um, what's the, a dagger Marshall. is uh, finesse, you can choose strength or dexterity with it. So even though it's thrown, it's still using a strength. Okay. I assume your strength is probably higher in your decks. Yes. Yes, okay. it is. What was the damage on it? So I rolled a four plus my strength is three, so a seven. So the dagger leaves your hand and goes and thunks right into its chest. Take that! Ah, ah, ah. It doesn't seem to <laughs> care that there is now a dagger sticking out of its chest. But there you go. Ah. Uh. Pam! Pam! What you gonna do, Pam? Does Pam... Is there any way Pam would know if this creature is undead or immune to being charmed? I don't... I mean, it's it's not undead because it's not alive. It's just a pile of metal bits. Right. I'm not asking, like, if it's intelligent. I'm just asking those two specific things. You would know it's not (laughs) undead. Okay. Because it's not... It was never a living thing. As far as whether you would know if it can be charmed, I don't think you would know that. Give me, give me a, give me an intelligence check, uh, Arcana. Sure. Oh. My Arcana is twenty-one. You don't think charming would work? 
Ah, oh, for frig's sake. Let me take five minutes here. <laughs> I'm not used to casting spells. Then I pick one, hey, and then I can't cast it. All these times when poor old Bill and Falzern have had shade, shade thrown at them. Well, I'm also not familiar enough with them to know how to move on to one real quick here. Just yeah, give me a minute. It's, it's complicated to wing it on That's the fly. Fine. Take your time. Stupid. I was going to put it to sleep. No, you weren't. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you were going to try to cast sleep. That was about all that was going to happen. Crying out loud. Does Pam need um, Drudge to sing her a melody to Stop distracting me and maybe I could come up with something. Thank goodness for editing, right? Guys, am I right? <laughs> Shut up. Oh, this, this won't be edited. This, this is staying in. <laughs> All my temper tantrums do seem better in edit, I will say. <laughs> I have to do a, a lesser job of editing someone else's DM game. Right. Otherwise, I don't sound as good. So That, <laughs> that is fair and logical. That no! makes sense. That makes sense no! to me. <laughs> You're no longer my favorite. <laughs> this is, this is a, it's opening band, right? The opening band sound always is, sounds terrible than the... The headliner. <laughs> Don't help him. I'm just saying it's it's a precedent. It's already set. There's nothing you could have done about it. Yeah, it's you just a have whole to precedent. It. I, it's out of my hands. I'm like, I, yeah, yes. It, it is a reflection on your editing skills, ultimately. So do of what how, you want. How good something sounds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're true. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That that being said, Pam is done throwing a temper tantrum about her Arcana check. I'm going to. Cast dissonant whispers at first level. What's that do? So um, I whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of my choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. The target makes a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. The creature doesn't move into obviously dangerous ground, like into the clock gears or whatever or out the window you know um and it only works if they're not deafened how so. does how does psychic damage work on this fella oh shush damage is damage bro uh, okay i don't have anything <laughs> that works on a pile of rubble okay yeah do it give her give her yeah go for it i just did nothing happens do you i'm have using any? my action to move away or my movement to move away Opportunity attack. Oh, for freak's sake. Can I just play a different character? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> All of my spells require some level of intelligence but or... you also have um, spells that can benefit us, too. Like, maybe you could focus on buffing us up. <sighs> no. Right? Mm-mm. No? What about invisibility? I don't want to. That's fun. On the opportunity attack, it rolled an 18. For crying out loud. That's a miss. Well, I'm back at the not. door. I'm back at the doorway now. But how much damage? Five, five points of damage. So what'd that look like? It. So she's trying to run away, and it reaches out its hand and uh, just kind of swipes her in the shoulder and knocks her off balance for a little bit. But then she runs to the door. Uh, McRibbon. My Pamela. <laughs> yeah, Jack. I'm useless. I. Uh, so That's I ride ar- around this a little bit more. And I look over to Pam and Drudge, and I point over to where that sphere, that cylindrical, sparkling thing is. And I'm going to say, 
run there. And I'm going to stay on the stay on the gears. I just want you to run away. Don't try to attack it. Because that's where I'm going. Okay. Jacques? Uh, Pabala, you, you do not be so hard on yourself. You are not useless. <laughs> you bring Jacques great joy. And, uh, ooh, what is Jacques going to do? I mean, Pam's not an immediate threat. And McRibbon's voice is very convincingly commanding. Um... <laughs> A little bit sexy. Oh, yeah. Pamela, uh, you must listen to McRibbon, huh? Come with me! And I will continue under these gears, just running. Give me an athletics or acrobatics check. Uh, acrobatics is 11. So, running under these gears, one clips you a little bit. What? Where? Just, just a little <laughs> <laughs> I'm two, I'm wait, two and a half feet tall. I'm a goblin. That's two and a half Don't feet low, damn it. You have really long ears. <laughs> okay, you got too close to one of the uh, shafts holding the shafts? ears up okay. off the ground. Okay. And, and it just kind of tugged on you a little bit. So I take damage or do I get like stopped? 20 points of damage. I think it slowed you down a little. Yeah. You took okay. 50 points of damage for that. <laughs> slowed you down a little bit. You didn't make it as far as you thought you would. Okay, so how far could I have made it then? Like half ten speed? Foot, ten, ten foot back. Okay. I'll say shaft does a lot of damage. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, okay, if that's the case, it slowed me down. I'll just use my action to dash as well. Okay. So, let me make another check? Yes. Okay. Uh, that was a little better. That's a 16. Okay, you make it the rest of the way that you can go. Okay. Because of that close call, you are more uh, a little more careful. Alert to what was going on. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't prancing. I'm sorry. I was prancing. I bumped my head. <laughs> Skipping. Oh, Pamela. Well, skip with me. Now that you are over here by the table, you see three. Can you see Ugh. them? Yeah. Three of these little blue, very thin creatures. They're all huddled around this table, kind of tinkering with stuff. Um, and they kind of look up at you, startled. And they say, What? What do you want? Why are you here? What? I like him already. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is the armor's turn. The armor is going to lumber. Clunk, clunk, clunk. That's her job. Clunk, clunk, clunk. (laughs) Up to Drudge. And he's going to bring his fists around and try and and, and, uh, bash you twice. That is a 20 to hit. That hits. For 5 damage. And, oh, he missed with his second attack. So he brings one hand around and hits you so hard that you move, and when he tries to hit you with the other fist, he missed. Oh. That is now your turn, Drudge. I don't think Drudge would flee from this foe. Flee, foe, fi, fum. No foe fleeing? Yeah, something like that. So I'm... Yeah, Dredge is gonna... Just haul back with his longsword. And... Smite him. That smite work? So... (laughs) That's a good one. Ah, yes. Pam appreciates a good pun, you know. Moms (laughs) love their puns. So it'll be, it'll add two d eight radiant damage to my attack, and it and it consumes one of my 
um, spell slots. Yep. So you got to roll to attack first. So see if you even hit. Oh, that's true. Yeah, maybe we'll let's let's roll to attack. Yeah. So a total of eight to hit. Swing and a miss. I don't know how you missed a shumbling mass of rubble, but you yeah, did. I. It must have been that pound that he knocked me off to the side. <laughs> yes, that's exactly Lost what I just Lost my balance. balance. Yes, yes, yes. And when you brought your sword around, it just kind of went right over its head. Yeah. Kind of twisted my back a little bit. Drudge is getting older. Yeah. <laughs> Pam! Pam is gonna run under these gears. She's five feet tall, but I feel like if she crawled... Okay, so you're crawling, so you're at half speed. Yeah. Or can she just duck her head? <laughs> if you're gonna duck your head, you're gonna definitely have to give me a roll. Uh, what kind of roll? <laughs> can I know first before I decide? <laughs> Either athletics or acrobatics. I'll let you choose. Uh, yeah, you know what? She doesn't want to get caught, so she's gonna do an acrobatics check and try to duck. Let's see. Oh my gosh. Pam is, like, worse than Brendel, worse than Barry. Her head gets clipped by this stupid thing. Tell me my damage. What did, what did you roll? What did I roll? A two? You plus rolled a four. three plus whatever your... Six or seven. I... Well, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt that you rolled a seven. Okay. Because I am a nice DM. <laughs> wow. Uh, that felt like shots fired. So Elena's <laughs> pouting works. I'll just keep it up. So, your scarf got caught in the gears and jerked you off your feet. Okay. Uh, you did not, the scarf fortunately came off of you and did not choke you or anything, <laughs> but it did knock you down and you take two damage on your little butt. Ow! My badonkadonk! <laughs> How far do I get to move? I get to move the 30 feet? No, I would say you are right uh, underneath that first. Yeah, you're underneath that first gear. Okay. And then you got knocked over. Well, I've got some cover at least. Um, okay, so I moved and then um, Pam's pretty worried about Dredge. I think we should consider the possibility that it would, the problem with your last spell was that it was psychic damage. I literally have no other damagey spells that will work what on a pile of What does hideous laughter rubble. do? Hideous laughter, they need an intelligence level of four. Pam is going to, after being, after losing her favorite scarf, and she's pretty ticked about that, and being knocked on her badonk, she's going to, as a bonus action, um, give Drudge another bardic inspiration. So he has a d6 to use at his discretion. And I only have one use of bardic inspiration left this one, this long rest. I'm a lie, you better save that for me, huh? I'm trying, Jack. I just... <laughs> my freaking scarf. <laughs> McRibbon. Okay, I'm going to try to walk very quickly across the top of these gears instead of riding them. I'm going to try to do my full 30. Okay. How many gears are you going across? That's where I want to go to. That's 30 straight down. So it would be two gears. So give me two rolls, either athletics or acrobatics. 
15, 17. You made it. You all made it all the way across. Awesome. So that's my full movement, and I can't, uh, I can't do anything else at this point. But I do see... Now do I see those uh, creatures that Jacques sees? Yes, you see them. There's three of them. They are little. They are gray. They are staticky. And they are tinkering they're and stuff. And they're kind staticky? of... Staticky? Staticky. It's sparky. Every once in a while, little lightning zaps between their ears. Uh, can I can I recognize what types of creatures these are? Have I seen anything like this before? Give me a history check. Uh, let's see. That's nothing there. 14. Um, you think you've heard of some kind of gremlin that has to do with electricity? They like lightning. Um, you can't remember any more detail than that. Okay. But I, I'm pretty sure they are gremlins. Some kind of gremlin. They're, they're not overly hurtful and maybe they can be bribed. You don't know why they're here. Maybe you should find that out. They're, they're not they're not malicious creatures. Okay. Jacques. So are these things like smaller than me? Yes. Ah, bonjour little ones! I am Jacques de Matier! What what are you doing here? What, what is this this contraption? I'm gonna take like a, a couple steps closer. Get within like 15 feet of them. But like, I mean, I see their sparks, right? I'm kind of <laughs> keep my distance a little bit. Ah, uh, McRibbon, did you see these little ones? Look at them! Look at this machine they are working on, huh? Gremlins. Ah, I, I do not know what that is, but <laughs> it seems to fit. And uh, it's, I, I, I'm not really gonna do anything. I'm not gonna. I gotta actually put my whips back onto my side so I'm not like holding them. Right, they're just kind of, they're sort of uh, protecting what they've been working on because they think maybe you're trying to steal it from them or something. So they're just kind of huddled together, protecting what they've been tinkering with and kind of just watching you. That's what they're doing right now. I gotta yell like, yell like way over my shoulder. Hey, Come look at these little ones. You would love them. And I'm I trying. That's well, my, my turn. That's it. My scarf. <laughs> Your scarf's just riding around the gears. Yeah. It's hooked on the gear. Just going around in circles. Uh, the animated armor gets two more slams on Drudge. It rolls an 18. That's a miss. And a 19. A tie goes to the attacker or the defender? Yeah, the attacker. The attacker. Okay, so that's a hit. With one hand, it... Uh, swipes at you and you duck, and the other one comes around where you, right into where you ducked and clobbers you. Ah. Oh. That is uh, five damage, and it's now your turn. All right, I'm gonna try to attack him again. That is a twenty-one to hit. Oh, that hits. That and hits. I'm going to smite. Oh, smite away. Divine smite. The power of smite compels you. <laughs> <laughs> That's 19 damage. Ooh. Nice. Uh, the Divine Smite damage is Radiant damage, if that matters. Okay. Uh, so you see, you hit him, you bring your longsword around, and you just cleave into him, and bits of rubble fall off, but it, it does not fall down itself. 
<laughs> okay. I like the bits of rubble part. Are you going to move or are you going to stay? Well, I'm going to provoke an opportunity attack if I move. So uh, I'm, I think I'm Drudge is committed to taking this guy out. He's just going to, he's just going to pursue, I think, um, if I try and run away. So we're going to have to deal with him. Drudge is feeling uh, noble and that this is an evil being of some sort that needs to be vanquished. It's it's a pile of rubble. I don't know how evil it could be. Evil being that must be vanquished. Okay. Pam. <laughs> Pam. What would Pam have to do to try to get her scarf back? <laughs> <laughs> Is this like a plus one scarf or something? Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> It's my lucky scarf. My son gave it to me for Mother's Day. Aww. I know. I, I just love him. He'd be so mad. Well, first I would need um, either acrobatics or athletics check to get to where the scarf currently is. Okay. And then you would have to give me a sleight of hand to be able to, be able to get the scarf without getting crushed yourself. I mean, I think it's worth trying once. Go for it. Pam thinks it's worth trying once. <laughs> so give me give me either athletics or acrobatics to get to where it is now. So my acrobatics is 21. Okay. So that's so good. Good. Easily get to where it is. And then I sleight of hand. Uh, that is 16. You just managed to yank the scarf out. You left a few little fibers behind, but it's mostly intact. Nice. I throw it on my neck. And I wrap it up a little bit tighter, like tuck it in a little bit. And, so it's more uh, of a choking hazard. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's good. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to choke, you guys. Got to really tighten that noose. Yeah. I, I want to continue to uh, probably just crawl at half speed to save myself towards the other guys. If you're crawling at half speed, I will let you just go with no check. Okay. You half your movement. I'm kind of approaching the biggest center one. So, pretty slow going, but... Yeah, you're almost halfway across the room. <laughs> and I think I won't do any other act bonus actions or anything right now. So, it's now the gremlin's turn. You're going to see one... So, there's this device on the table, a cylindrical device, is occasionally just kind of shooting out sparks. Uh, they're just kind of flying out from it, randomly. Not hitting anything, just kind of going... Uh, you see the one gremlin is going to disappear in uh, blue light and reappear on the other side of the table, riding the, the spark of lightning across the table. Oh. Fancy little creature. Uh, magnifique! It's, it's going to say to Jacques, Who are you? What are you doing? Why are you here? Uh, did, did, did you not hear me? I tell you, I'm Jacques Mathieu. <laughs> sure, surely you know my name. <laughs> Nick Ribbon, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to jump down off the gears here and do five. Move my full movement uh, right by the table. Um, okay, so you just step right in front of Jacques, like as if he's not even there. But. That's right. It's, it's easy to walk around you. It's almost like a footstool or something, really. And uh, I know how so I'm going to walk around. I want to get... I want to get a good look at this thing on the table. Can you describe it any any better to me so I would know uh, what kind of thing I'm looking at? A blue-gray metal cylinder shoots orange sparks 
And does it look like that? There's a look, looks like there's a gear coming out of this table. The table that's sitting on top of it is a table, or is it a, a mechanical piece of equipment? It is a cloth draped table. You don't know what's under the table, and I hope you don't look because the book doesn't tell me. Well, <laughs> it looks like there's some kind of a gear. There is coming some kind of gear of coming of it. out of it. I, I assume this is a power device for these gears. Okay. Similar to what was attached to the copper orb or the brass orb downstairs. Kind of thing. In that is powering, it looks to be powering these gears, but other than that, I mean, it's not really that similar. Oh, okay. So I'm going to look at the gremlins, and I'm going to assume that these are the the things that are uh, causing the sparks of blue light that everyone's seen from down below and probably making him feel like the tower is haunted because of these sparkling lights. So I will say to the gremlin number two there, You've been requested to leave this tower. I suggest you do so. Give me a perception check, too. Sixteen. Okay, uh, you notice on the floor in the very back corner behind the table, there is a pile of brass bells. They look like they might somehow belong to the clock. Like maybe that would somehow make the hands work. Okay. So that's that's all I'm d- uh, doing right now. I'm just ask, uh, asking the gremlins to politely to leave. Jacques, what are you going to do? Um, what do? What does Jacques do? Um, okay. He's going to kind of move up and around closer to the one that little like lightning teleporter or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to walk right up to him. So you're going over top of the gear shaft coming from the table going to that first gear? Uh, yeah, is it like how high off the ground is it? Like, Do I got to like kind of like scramble over it? I would say scramble under since it's going to the top of the gear. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to pass under it then. Athletics. Can I acrobats? Yeah, sure, acrobats. Well, that's a seven. (laughs) 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 So with a seven, I'm going to say this this thing is probably, like, cranking. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to clip you on the back of the head as you go under. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to give you uh, three points of damage. It'll give you a little knot on the back of the head. Ah, I hate this place! Ah, this goddamn place! Ah, now I am angry! You you tell me what you're doing here! Ah! I'll just menacingly point at this gremlin little gremlin three here in front of me. I'm still not going to attack him, obviously, but I you listen to me, Grimble! You get the hell out of here! <laughs> okay, animated armor is going to slam on Drudge. Fifteen... That one's a miss. And 22. That one is a hit. So, same thing. It tries swinging at you with both hands and misses with one and hits you with the other for a whole three damage. Okay. Clips you in the shoulder. Drudge is getting ticked off. Well, it's good because it's Drudge's turn. All right. (laughs) I'm going to attack again with my longsword. 19 to hit. You hit it. And I'm going to Divine Smite it again. That's a 13 damage. So what does this attack look like? So I 
kick my longsword right up over my head and I come straight down just aiming for his left shoulder and trying to cleave right into his almost underneath his neck and into the center of his chest and and it just obliterates into all its little pieces beautiful there is no more animated armor what do you say to that drudge I just smile satisfied <laughs> you want you want more drudge <laughs> I wanted more drudge oh <laughs> uh, yes that is much better Pam is a bit frustrated with how long crawling is taking, and she's worried Jock's gonna do something stupid. So oh, he already has. surely you heard him yelling. Yeah, <laughs> she's like trying to watch out for her little kiddo. So she stands up and tries to dash over to the two of them to make it through this whole long gear that's in front of her. Okay, ducking Give her me head. A roll. What was I? What was I adding to? Either it? athletics or acrobatics, whichever is better. Yeah, Pam is in trouble. She rolled a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to attack you guys. You guys are attacking yourself. She rolled a nine. <laughs> okay, that same scarf. You uh, didn't. No, tuck I tucked it, it. I swear I you did. Didn't tuck it tight enough. A little bit of it came loose. <laughs> oh, no. Got caught in the gears. <laughs> Yanked you back. Let's see. And you tied it tighter, so it's gonna like choke you a little bit. No, it's not. It's not. I swear. <laughs> it's gonna choke you and drag you a little bit before you fall loose again, and the scarf is ripped now. Uh oh. And you are gonna take a D8 of damage. Rip. Literally. Oh shit. You rolled an eight. <laughs> I rolled a two. Oh, that's good. <laughs> what? Why yeah, is that bad? It. No, you're lucky. I was laughing because of how good, how lucky you are. That's me. Because <laughs> it ripped at just the right time. It's just starting to get tight on your neck, and the scarf ripped, and you you fell loose. But you essentially have two scarves now, two short scarves. It's a it's a scarf of multiplication. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, do those uh, do those short scarves do a d6 in damage each? <laughs> like how far? I didn't move yet. Do I get 60 feet or no? I don't. Uh, I would say you probably, you made it probably 40 feet, got drugged back 10, so you made it 30 feet. 30 feet is out on the other side of the gear, barely. Uh, okay, well then, whatever, yeah, you go back 5 feet, and that's where you made it. I'm still under the gear. You almost made it out. Hmm, Mr. Gremlin number 3 is within 30 feet. Would I know if these little... Can I see the gremlin people from being on the ground now where I got knocked on my badonk? Yeah, you can see them. You can see You can see one of them. Would I know if Mr. Uh, gremlin 3, or whatever one I can see, would be That's immune... That's the one you can see. Would be, be immune to being charmed? Would I know anything about that? You would not know. Well, give, give me an arcana check. 20. Not natural. So you're fairly confident that there is a good chance they could be charmed. Okay, good to know. And I guess my turn's done. Okay, so now it is the gremlins' turn. Jacques yelled at them. McRibbon threatened them. There, he's scary. He's a scary being. So this little guy, gremlin number two, is going to zap 
blue sparkling light up to the top of the table and the uh, cylindrical medical metal device here in the middle is going to lightning strike at Jacques. What? McRiven's made of metal. <laughs> McRiven's covered in metal. You're the one that yelled at him. <laughs> I mean, I yelled at his general vicinity. <laughs> Semantics. You kind of really specifically targeted this guy. <laughs> uh, that is eight points of damage, and I need you to give me a strength saving throw. I don't. I don't have to. I don't get to make like any save against this thing. No. So that's it just zaps uh, out at you. Oh, that's stupid. Uh, ooh, that strength is good though. I got an eighteen. Okay, you're good there. Phew, that's good because I, I have a minus one strength. That <laughs> <laughs> was really good throw. Yeah. So I take eight lightning damage. Okay. Okay, so that was gremlin number two. Gremlin number three is going to make a ranged spell attack, and it roll against. McRibbon, and it rolls a 16. That misses. Okay. So you are going to see lightning shoot out and just fly by your head and go across and zap the back wall. And then uh, gremlin number one is going to uh, poof, move up to the front of the table from the back of the table in their little neat little ride the lightning trick. And uh, he's going to try and lightning strike on... I'm sorry, lightning jolt on Jacques. And that is a 16 to hit. That's a hit. That's a hit. That's two damage, and you are affected by contagious lightning, which means you must now succeed on a DC con save. I'm not going to tell you what you need to save. That is a 16. You saved. Or you would have attracted lightning for one minute. Anytime anytime there was a lightning spark, it would have gone right for you. Yikes. Okay, uh, that's the gremlin's turn, so it is now McRibbon's turn. Okay, so first thing I want to do, you said I saw these bells, and it looked like it might be something to do with how the operation of the clock works. Can I... I mean, there's there's obviously just gears here, and then somewhere here along the clock face... Uh, by looking around, do I see any place that I think those bells may have been attached to? Okay, so I, now I will tell you I regret bringing that up because I have absolutely no idea what the bells are supposed to do. Okay. <laughs> improv it says improv the clock, time. Yeah, it says the clock's disconnected. Solid bronze bells can be sold for 300 gold piece total, or if the characters or if the characters do not connect them to the clock. Okay, so do I see anything that looks like? Uh, they were clearly removed from the clock. Somewhere? I, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. We can figure that out together, I guess. You, ha- you have the ultimate power. Tell us where they... Not enough imagination to be a- or clockwork knowledge <laughs> to be able to figure that out. Why does a clock face need bells anyway? I have no idea. This is the entire amount of... It's not a bell written tower. about these bells. Well, some clocks chime, right? In the description for what this cover table is, it says a pile of golden bells rests next to the table. The only other thing it says about these bells is the clock's disconnected. Solid bronze bells can be sold for 300 gold piece total if the characters do not reconnect them to the clock. Where? Uh, okay. How? Reconnect, what yeah, do they do? Where? Yeah, so... That, I mean, this whole thing has been like that. There's little bits of information that I have no clue 
what it actually means or what it's for. They're probably for a chime mechanism or something like when the clock strikes noon. But why would that make or... the hands not work? Yeah, that's a valid point. So I, I just see the bells and I think they're valuable, but I would not. I, I mean, logically, I don't think I would think that has anything to do with fixing the time. So, uh, the gear that's spinning around that Jacques went under, right? It looks like it's. So it looked like it's being driven from the main gear. Uh, Wait, which one are you talking about? The, there's, so there's a there's a shaft that comes out of the smaller gear up hitting the main wheel gear that's going into the table and turning. Yes. Okay, so it looks like it's being driven from the main gear and turning something underneath the table. Yeah, it looks that way. Okay. So what I'm going to do... And you said this was like a like a cloth covering the table. Yes. I'm gonna I, grab the cloth. I don't know what's under that. Uh, uh, regardless, I'm gonna grab the cloth with these two gremlins on it, and I'm gonna pull it like uh, you know I'm pulling a tablecloth off with the the things underneath without the intention of them still standing there when I'm done pulling the tablecloth, but to have them all go onto the floor is the idea. Including the power supply. Give me a strength check. Yeah, how big is that power supply? Oh, there we go. 20. Not natural. Okay, so you grab the cloth, the gremlins tumble, and... That, I guess it's like a giant battery kind of thing. It all falls onto the floor. Well, you're pulling it towards you, I assume? Yes, I was pulling it towards me, yes. Gonna fall right at your feet, then. Okay. I assume you will have to back up or it will fall on your toes. Alright. That's fine. Uh, so as I pull it, what I'll do is I'll grab it and I'll just move backwards. And then as it falls off the table, I'll stop moving before I get to that uh, shaft. So that's... Uh, I'll use that as my action and also my movement. Okay. So basically pulling it onto the floor. So do they take any damage falling onto the yeah, floor? Yeah, so gremlin number one is going to take a little bit of damage. Just get a little bump. And gremlin number two actually falls pretty hard. And he takes a considerable amount of damage. I'll say, what's the name of the mayor? Blake Lakely. Bigby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bigby, Big yeah, thank you. Mayor Bigby has requested you leave the tower. I will not ask again. Shock. Ha! I will not ask at all! And I pull up both my whips and I'm gonna whip the shit out of this Gremlin 3 little bastard in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, two cracks. Uh, the second one would be with my bonus action with my two weapon. Ugh, those are both bad. Uh, 14 and an 8. 14 hits. Okay. So, I unfortunately don't get sneak attack, but uh, 6 slashing with my whip. Uh, that hurting pretty bad. He's he's not he's cowering in the I corner now. I don't know now. why we're killing these things. They tried try to attack him. Fry yeah, me. after you provoked it, they could have answers. We need. I didn't have. I sure, but I didn't have any weapons in my hands. I bonked my head and was clearly frustrated. And they took that as they took it out of out of context. So. <laughs> Right. We've asked politely for them to leave. I'm defending myself. Yeah, but you asking them to leave, I don't know if that's the solution either. They might know information that we need. We came to get information, and you're shooing them away. I just don't... I don't get it. Drudge. I'm with you. I'm not sure how Drudge would think about this, though. Yeah. Hmm. 
Okay. So basically, uh, Drudge's next priority is making it over to where all this commotion is happening. It looks like if I were to kind of hug the eastern wall by the window there, I only need to go under one relatively small gear. Is that right? Like a medium gear. Medium-sized gear, As yeah. opposed to cutting right through the middle where I'm going under multiple gears, including the massive one. So it's kind yeah. of like a lot more crouching I'm going to need to be doing if I make a beeline right through the center of the room. Yeah, there's a good chance your scarf won't get caught that way. <laughs> yeah. You are wearing a scarf, right? Yes, I am. I thought we all... I have an ascot. An ascot. You would Ooh. have an ascot. Um, yes. I just have a turtleneck because I... Because you know. <laughs> you're practical. <laughs> That's right. You practical. lose a lot of heat through the neck. That's right. <laughs> just like the shoulders. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to move it as far as I can down on the eastern side of this room, the side that's got the window, and then as far as I can make it underneath this one medium-sized gear. I think that's good. And give me either an athletics or an acrobatics check. You're going to want to go acrobatics. Uh, ten. <laughs> yes, Emily? So you go to go under this gear, and you misjudge the height and you get uh, caught in the tines and crushed between the two of them. Define, oh, define crushed <laughs> between the two of them. Uh, You're dragged like the 10 feet into where the two gears meet. So you need to give me a strength saving throw. Let's get your paladin. You got this. So I'm not proficient in strength saving throws, but I have a strength bonus. Yep. How does that work? I get no bonus then, right? If I if I don't have you, get your, you add your strength. You add you your strength, strength modifier. Just not including proficiency. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh eleven. Damn it, Bill! <laughs> <laughs> Drudge is having a rough day you. with this gear. Oh God, you're taking 40-10 damage. Ah, what? Nothing. Drudge is. Uh, you have inspiration. I gave you it, right? I used it when I did the short rest. No, Remember? I gave you a second one. Just oh, this place that, yeah. Oh, okay. Which you could have you added to your dice, but now you that she told off. you it's a fail. Okay. Okay. Well. Uh, that's 10 damage and you're restrained. Drudge is still hanging in there. Okay, but next time you do a save, you can add a d6. Sorry, I thought I, I used No, the... I gave you a second one okay. when you were attacking the rubble pile. Pam. Will there ever be a point where the five of us in some orientation assembles an effective party? I don't I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna guess no. <laughs> yeah. The stars don't seem to be um, lining up. Okay, can I can I roll a check of some sort to see which gremlin looks uh the weakest? Mm, investigation? Um, okay, like the most impressionable. <laughs> I don't think you can roll for that now. Okay. <laughs> um, well, there's one that's cowering. I have a question because probably... I'm not used to casting spells. So when I cast a spell, do I have to roll an attack thing or no? 
Like a. It would say in your spell text. It doesn't say anything. Does it say anything about making a saving throw? No, there's no saving throw or nothing. It's just as long as they can't be charmed. I was what thinking are you doing? about. I was thinking about casting suggestion on one of these gremlins, so I can then suggest a course of activity limited to a sentence or two, and I can influence the creature um, as long as I can see and they can hear and understand me. Um, as long as they can't be. Tr- they can be charmed and aren't immune. Basically, they can then, for up to eight hours, if I maintain concentration, do what I say. There should be some kind of saving throw against Yeah, it makes There's the not. wizard saving throw. Yes, it continues on to the next page. Oh, crying out loud. I missed half the spell. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, makes the wisdom, wisdom saving throw. So, what is that? Sorry. They'll like, just they do it against... Your spell save DC. You know what? Gremlin number three started this whole thing by attacking Jack, so I'm going to target. I'd argue that Jacques started the whole thing. <laughs> well, to protect my Jack, I'm going to I'm going to cast suggestion on Gremlin number three. Okay, it rolled a six for its wisdom save. Oh yeah, my spell save DC is thirteen. So um, now I'm going to say. What kind of stuff can you say? Anything. Pretty much anything except as long as it doesn't it to, like, hurt itself. Hurt itself. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it says that I can't have it like stab itself, throw itself into the gears or something, whatever. The spell ends when the subject finishes what it's asked to do. So you have to give it like an overarching sort of thing, and you can specify con- conditions that will trigger a special activity. Like for example, you might suggest that a knight give her war horse to the first beggar she meets. I don't know why that's an example, but anyway. Um, And then if anyone damages this guy, gremlin number three, the spell ends. You have to say that in character so they know. Okay, so I'm going to look at gremlin number three and I'm going to say, Hey little guy, uh, I I don't mean any harm. Um, We're just here to find out. Um, the purpose of this, the real purpose of this tower and where the blue lights are coming from and why it's haunted or if it's haunted and what's haunting it. Could you help, could you help us figure out the answer to those questions? Uh, I don't recognize the voice that's saying that. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Dang. How did I forget that? Easy to do. I'm gonna, uh, okay, so before I do this, then I'll be like, guys, don't harm this little guy by Jock. Don't harm him. And I look over him and say, hey, little guy, uh, we're just adventurers looking for some answers for Mayor Bigby. Uh, maybe you could help us figure out where this blue light's coming from and and what the true purpose of the towers are. And and are they haunted? Are they really? And, and what's haunting them? We just need some answers. Could you help us find answers, please? Okay. And then I just, again, say, please, Jock, don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. It'll end. I know what I'm doing. No one hurt him. Okay, so it is the gremlin's turn to act. The first gremlin is going to go, from laying on the ground, he's going to go, This is our home! Why we leave? This is our home! The second gremlin's going to say, Our clock tower now! This is ours! We wish to hear what you give us to leave! And the third one's going to go, We're the blue lights! It's no haunted! It's just us here! Just us! Okay. So basically, they're asking you to give them something to leave, but they don't really want to leave because it's their home. It is now McRibbon's turn. Uh, on the map there, it looks like there's a door that's in the floor. Is that actually there, or is it just... Uh... I have absolutely no clue what that little door is. 
I'm going to guess it's like a trap door that goes down to the first floor. Okay, is, is it is it there? It is. It's there. Okay. Does it look like I can open it? Yeah, it's not locked or anything. So first thing I'll say is, uh, do you know was it Genelin Geyer? Is that the name of it? I said Geneline, yeah. Are you in the services of Geneline Geyer? Is that all you're going to say? I mean, it's not their turn. Yeah, are they, they going to... They can't respond to you. It's not their turn. Okay, then I'm going to uh, ready my action. And if they say no, I'm going to open the door and the floor. Okay. Uh, Jacques? Uh, Pamela, what, what do you mean? Uh, hey, hey, I'm gonna pull some my whips again. I say, uh, okay, little one, I, uh, uh, my apologies. I maybe I got out of hand here. I, uh, the Metier family, they are nothing if not benevolent, huh? So I, I, I shall not kill you now. And uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Drudge, you need to give me another strength, strength uh, saving throw. Oh, hey, does anyone know where Judge is? Oh, he's missing us at all. And before you tell her the number so she can say if it's a success or failure, remember you can add a d6 if you want. I will add a d6. Uh, <laughs> do I? Yeah, I might as well. If it's really low, I don't know if you should. But Well, let's, it's, just, it's let's just say if Drudge takes damage again from this, <laughs> things are going to be looking a little bit dire. What does an Asmar look like squished? <laughs> That's 20. Uh, no. Yeah, it's 20. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, adjusted 20. You get free of the gears. Yes. Does that take his whole turn, though? That's his action. He can still move. Okay. I'm going to do a cartwheel underneath that gear again. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe you should get on your hands and knees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> When I first made the check, did you make me make that check as crawling? Or, like, if I crawled, will I still have to make that check again to go underneath this gear? If you're crawling, no. No? Okay. Let's crawl. I I think I've learned. Half speed, though. Drudge has learned his lesson. He has a bit more respect for these gears. <laughs> so you're right here, so next time you can be out. There you go. Okay. Ah, oh, 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 that was a close one. <laughs> Pam. I'm going to look at Gremlin number one. Wait, which one was the one that McRibbon's been targeting? Number one? Uh, I haven't hit any of them yet. Okay. I just pulled them off the table. Well, I'll look at I'll look at one of the other Gremlins, and I will try to cast Suggestion on Gremlin number one as well. So they have to do a Wisdom save. Seven. Yes, Okay. Then I uh, I exclaimed to everybody, guys, guys, the guy right in front, the other little guy, don't hurt him. It, it will ruin the spell. I'm, And then I look at him and I say, hey, little guy, uh, we're just here to find out what's causing the blue light, which I guess is, is you. This is your home. And we're trying to find out what the purpose of this tower is, how it operates and things for the mayor. Could you just please help us? It is the gremlin's turn again. Gremlin number one will say, Ah! Spell! The, the tower is to cast a spell. Uh, we, we make things. We, we, we play with the what's left, and we, we make things to make the spell. Are they going to respond to my question? Yeah, so number two is going to say, I, I don't know who that is. 
And he's going to blink from here and go to the other side of the table. And one's going to blink back over here. And three will blink back by the bells. They're cornering themselves. Each time one of them blinks, it, there's a blue, flash of blue light. And, and the third one's going to say, This is our home! We don't want to leave, but what would you give us to leave? But we don't want to leave! <laughs> McGribbon, are you throwing that door open with your reaction? Uh, no, uh, yeah, you're right. I did say. Well, you, you said you if they said no, choose. and they said I don't. Know. Sure, but you do get to choose whether or not you actually want to do it, right? It's not, you're not set Yes. Stone. Yes, yes. I'm going to flip that door open. Okay. It's your turn. And I see down. Do we see down into the floor below? Sure, you see the floor below. Okay. 30 feet below. So it's my turn? It is your turn. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to... Uh, this this battery thing is on the floor, right? It is on the floor. Uh, and it's still sparking? It would still be sparking, but I would assume the gears probably would have stopped moving. So then Drudge wouldn't have been crushed. So <laughs> I'm going to uh, grab the battery and move it over and teeter it on the edge of dropping it down to the next floor below. Um, Maybe Drudge just like smacked his head real hard. The other thing is like the other party members, especially um, McRibs and Jocks, would like they would have heard and saw that Pam cast like some type of enchantment spell. So like why wouldn't they just... Why wouldn't McRibbon ask more questions? Because they're uh, because actually... That's, well, that's not how the suggestion spell works. Why? Isn't it only your suggestion? Yeah. Oh. yeah. But it says to help us... I said to help us find the answers. Well, yes. I think Emily's being generous. Your okay. suggestion is kind of... In, in very open-ended, I think, is not quite as... Falls under the realm of the spell. Well, um, once we have our answers, Also, once you the cast a suggestion on the second guy, <laughs> the first one ends, right? Because it's a concentration. So. Oh, dang it. Okay. Well, way to help me out and remember that. This is my first time <laughs> spellcasting. Well, I know. I'm sorry. Terrible friends. <laughs> You're not so. getting the Christmas card. So, so okay. So, to back up. As soon as the I pulled the uh, tablecloth off and everything fell onto the floor, the gears ground to a halt. Well, let's think about this. Okay, so it doesn't specifically say what this metal cylinder is. It just says it sparks, which to me means it is powering the whole gear system. Or the thing downstairs is powering everything. Well, why would there be a gear from this little, or a shaft from this little gear to the table? I don't know, but I think downstairs the main power shaft is going up to this power shaft, which turns the clock from a gear perspective. Yeah, it's almost like the thing downstairs might be charging this battery thing. Exactly. That's sort of what I was thinking, too. So, it's sort of hooked to another... Yeah, that kind of makes sense. So if, it's, if it is either giving or getting power, it wouldn't just be laying on top of the table. So pulling the, the cloth shouldn't dislodge it. It should be somewhat plugged in. Yeah, See I, what I I'm getting know. at? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. It's your call on how you want to do that. That makes sense to me. If it's actually a, an integral part of this system and it's providing power or being charged... You just don't want to be crushed. Well, no. I think well, there's... No, cause it, it, he still would have gotten crushed if it's still plugged in because they yeah. wouldn't have fallen on the floor. Yeah, I don't think the table... It's, it'd probably be a heavy thing and if it's fixed into no, some they, sort of port or something. They have just mastered the technology of, of 
you know, the placement transfer, like you know, those little pads where you just put your phone on it. Oh, uh, yes. You have to plug Wire- it in. Wireless. I would argue charging. that the clock tower is being powered by this thing that's trapped down in the ball. And the ultimate goal was to obviously cast some kind of spell. So this this gear mechanism is powering something on that table, which is going to be used to cast the spell. So I just thought these little I thought these little guys were putting their power into this thing. I mean, yeah, something that thing hit me way thing. harder than the little one did. Yeah. So I'm I'm just trying to remove whatever the item is that will potentially. Either let them cast whatever spell they're trying to cast, or, you know, cause some kind of a problem because I'm going to leave it right there teetering on the edge, and then they're either going to cooperate or I will accidentally drop this thing down 30 feet, and that might solve the whole problem. Right, right. Yeah, because that could be like the component of the spell, right? Or one of the It would fall onto gears and get squished. There's essentially nothing else in this room but gears. So, so I think it's got to be pretty important, unless that magic tablecloth is what we're all been looking for all along. I think that's going to be <laughs> magic. It is a really nice tablecloth. Yeah, it probably is. I can throw that down there too. Like how many scarves <laughs> could you think we could get out of this table? <laughs> so that's my plan. I, I roll it over Jack. and I have it on the edge of the door there, sort of teetering. So if, if they come to me, I can just kick it and off it goes down. And right, I well, number two is still me. under my spell. Number three is not. Okay, so we'll say that it did come, the battery came loose, but the gears were still, were still turning because of the gears downstairs. Okay. Okay. But there is no more charge in this battery thing. It's no longer sparking. Okay. The gremlins are still occasionally sparking. And it is now Jacques' turn. Pamela, I, I don't know what to do. I am not, uh, for once, at a loss of words. Let's, let's actually, let's go out of initiative, because there's, I mean, they're not attacking, you guys aren't attacking we them. We can talk, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jacques won't continue to attack. Jack, look, my scarf, Ben is gonna kill me! Drudge, you can make your way over. Ah, uh, perhaps you can find someone to mend here, no? Maybe. Why do you want us to leave? This is our home! Oh, I don't want you to leave, kids. No, 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 no. We, we don't want you to leave. We just want your help. We help what you need. Well, you said this is helping you cast a spell. What What do you mean? Can you elaborate? And, do you uh, know what that please, means, little uh, guys? Do not step too close, huh? Keep your distance. <laughs> you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> it's Pam now without your scarf. Your whole ensemble is ruined. I know. <laughs> I got it on sale, too. Well, I mean, he did, and then he gave it to me. I don't know. I don't even know anymore. Ah, Pamela, you are so thrifty. So this one little gremlin says, Don't drop that battery. We need that. That gives us power over lightning. Oh, over, I mean, over lightning. What do you mean? Let's let's just have control over lightning. We shoot lightning. Oh? Uh, Yes, I know. Look at me. I am, how do I say, singed. If they get within five feet of me, I'm going to start to teeter it off. Don't! Don't drop it! Hate, hate McRibs. Now, let's just listen here. Let's let, let's ask some more questions, okay? You're not asking questions anymore. Let's all work together to get the bottom of this. What spell are you casting? 
lightning! We don't know! Lightning! We make lightning! For what purpose? We, we control lightning! <laughs> you did not build this tower. You cannot take residence in this tower. Take your tool and leave. You give us a battery? Yes. We but take the battery. I step back away from it, but I stay about five foot away between battery and the hole. If anything uh, funny business happens, they're both going in the hole. Pam's okay, going to so look at... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm going to look at the one that's still under my suggestion spell and say, Tell me what's down... Tell me what's downstairs. What's in the orb? What's there? It seems like there's something trapped. Like, what do you know about that? Don't know. Don't know what's in the orb. Don't know. Are you sure? Don't know. It's full of lightning, and you said you control lightning. Yes, we, we zapped down there, but we don't know. Are, did there used to be four of yous, and one of you stuck down there? No, no, just three. And the... Gremlin number three is going to zap over to the battery and grab it and zap back to the table. Then all three of them are going to zap away and you don't see them anymore. Oh. Gone. Gone. Could I, um... And they left without the battery. They left with the battery. Yep. With the battery. Yes. Did I... Could I kind of retcon, like, whether I trusted that answer that he gave us and I about them only being three? What would you like to do? Yeah. Like, make a check of some sort to, to see if I thought yeah. that, that, that it seemed like he was telling the truth? That's suspicious, as soon as I said that. Yeah. Give me a insight. That's an eight. Oh, yeah, you totally believe him. Perfect. Do you say anything to us? Like, should we trust him or something so that we think about it? Well, I'm not always the best judge of character, but I think I trust him. I don't know. Guys, didn't it seem weird that I mentioned the trapped guy and they disappear? They took our battery! I mean, the battery. Hmm. Ah, this place is it's so confusing. I, 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 my head, <laughs> she still hurts, huh? Does, uh, does the, where the, it connects in with the clock face, does it look like there's anything obviously wrong that would keep this from working? I don't know. Um, I Yes, you can look at it, and you can deduce what's wrong, and you fix it. <laughs> Here's where my inexperience at DMing comes in. So, like, we could we could find where these bells fit in and, like, attempt to repair. Yeah. It's like a bell-shaped slot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, obviously it goes together. Oh, this here we go. A and that's label B, so it obviously <laughs> goes together. <laughs> Red lines up with black, and black lines yeah. up with red, right? <laughs> Cross your wires. I think if nothing's changed since this battery's disappeared, there's nothing under the table, we don't see anything here other than the bells, which we sort of screw with. Uh, I think what we should do is to go... There's no more stairs going up. No. This is it. You've seen the whole tower. I'm going to go, I'm going to say, let's head back downstairs and see what powers this, this, and yeah. Yeah, guys, I don't know. It seems fishy that they took off with this battery after we asked them some questions, but maybe we just let the bad guys get away and the good guys trapped in the orb. Well, we, well, we have all the information that we need. The place is not haunted. The purpose of this tower is to cast some kind of spell. And the blue lights are obviously the gremlins. And We've achieved our goal. Yep. 
Oh yeah, we got the blueprints. Mm-hmm. Let's return to the mayor. So yes. do you guys want to roleplay out returning to the mayor, or you just want to want me to say you return to the mayor? You, she took the blueprints, very grateful, and gave you fifty gold each. Does anyone want to blow up the go. orb? No. Ah, I am quite curious. Of the I, forgot, I know I'm curious, but I'm a good guy. I'm not. <laughs> uh, Drudge is also curious about it, but he's not ready to, you know, take a stab at it with his longsword or anything. So I'm not sure what else could be done. I tried to investigate it for an hour there. I was sitting by it and couldn't learn a whole lot about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think we're. As far as McRibbon's concerned, we've accomplished everything that our, we were getting paid to do, and there was no threat. We so. would have never known if you guys would have killed them all. Just saying, okay? Words are good, okay? Sharing is caring. Uh, I agree, McRibbon. You acted very rashly, huh? Yeah, but we all needed the chill pill, and you know, Mama P- Pam can provide the chill pill sometimes. Do you want to know what was in the sphere? I think, yeah, I would. But I was going to say, yeah. Drudge would definitely pass on the message that um, I think we, Drudge learned that there's potentially something trapped, right? I think Jacques yes. um, relayed that. So I would have told that to the mayor. Like, hey, I don't, don't know what is in this sphere or how to get it out, but there seems to be a creature of some sort that that doesn't seem malevolent that's trapped in there and wants to be let free. It is an air elemental. That's what Leland said. No, I think you, you mentioned that. M told us last time. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. If you had freed it, it would have granted you a boon, a wand of lightning bolts. Oh, dang. Oh. But it's not in, in, integral to the working of this clock or anything like that. That's not. Dang it, it's you guys. I told you you had there. dynamite. Yeah, but that wouldn't necessarily like. If you had dynamited the sphere, you would have killed it. Oh, yeah. Okay. How were you supposed to get it free? I don't know. I guess we'll find out next time on the Incorrigible Party. And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact James Mercy Music at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Incursible Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at incursibleparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us, contact at incursibleparty.com, or reach out on social media. The Incursible Party on Facebook and Instagram at IncouragablePar on Twitter using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen after-party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring!